Yes, yes. Welcome to another podcast, the City Extra Podcast. We're back. How are you doing, Bray? I'm good. I'm. Uh, it's good to be back. We finally got this, like, the podcast for us have been kind of, like, quite tedious because of the way that we've been recording them recently. Mm. However, we've finally got something set now where it's manageable. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. See, see. If it cuts halfway through this video, you know that something went wrong and uh, we have to start again. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are doing all right um, and getting over the, the bad city performances, the, the bowl results. It ain't great, to be honest. Um, and we're gonna we're just gonna chat randomly about this. We ain't really got a topic or anything to discuss in it, so we'll just we'll just talk randomly about our city feelings. Yeah, uh, hit us right in the feels, innit? That's it. That's I'll it. I'll be that's crying it. our eyes out all the way through this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before we get into it, though, guys, if you're listening on YouTube, please smash the thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you're new. If you're listening to it anywhere else, then have a great day. Uh, for the people on SoundCloud, Spotify, and that who have been missing the podcast and like, where are they? Where are they? Slamming in our messages all the time, innit? Where the podcast at? Um, they'll be there tonight. That's it. So you might get bad notifications on your phone, innit? About like, you know what I mean? Spotify might start on all them apples and that. Mm. Might be slamming you notifications as if we're releasing bad podcasts at once. Mm. But it's not. It's just catching up. Catching mm. up on ourselves because we've been behind. Yeah, man. So, Bray, how are your city feels right now? Um, My heart's filled with cracks, Bray, with the city feels. Mm. because But they're, they're not like, they're not, they're not completely irreparable. Like, I was buzzing. I've, I've rollercoaster emotions, innit? I've been buzzing because Pep signed his new contract and I was happy for Pep signing his new contract and I was buzzing for that. Um, but then the game on Saturday was trash. Mm. It was trash and it was just like, it wasn't football that I want to see. Mm. I mean, imagine if Simeone was at our club, that wouldn't be football I want to see. Mm. And to see that football under Pep isn't nice. It's not a nice feeling when you know that this pep side isn't working. It's not like things aren't working. I don't know how to fix them. It's not clicking. Things mm. aren't clicking in certain areas and it doesn't need changing. And Pep's openly come out and said things need to change. But then also said that there is no time for things to change. So, you know what I mean? He said today there's no time for things to change because of the situation that we're in. So, if so he's, he's saying that things need to change, but then saying that there's no time to change. Does that mean that we're not going to see any changes? Are we going to change? I don't know. Bro. Probably not. So, <laughs> and, and therefore, strap in because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, everyone needs to get some like, reinforced seatbelts right now because yeah. it's going to be disgusting. This ride of a season has already got off to a bad start and it's going to. Mm. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm going to have some bare G force when you face all that. Yeah. The thing is, right, is there anything that you've seen? I'm going to try to be positive here, right? Is there anything that you've seen this year? that you believe is sort of positive and therefore so could glim- be used as inspiration. Glimpses of hope. Yeah. What? Yes. Okay. Hit Quite me a few with the glimpses. So, our, our defence, mm. yes, it was trash against Tottenham. The whole team was trash against Tottenham. Nothing was working. Um, our defence looks mint. They look really good. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one glimpse of hope to know that we have actually finally fixed the defence, which was leaking. Mm. Um, that looks good. Fran Torres looks very positive. Looks like a very good Sane replacement. Obviously, I would would love Sane to have stayed. Um, however, Fran Torres looks really good. That's another glimpse of hope. Mm-hmm. Gabriel Jesus actually looks really good in the first half against Tottenham. Um, he looks on point. Still, he, he's on the under the cosh. Is that right? Is that the right thing? I think he's in the firing line still, Gabriel Jesus, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because of the pressure that's yeah. mounted on him with Aguero being out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel sorry for him in the sense that he is he is good. He just it just ain't working for him at the moment. And mm. I hope he can. Yeah, we love Jesus in it. I hope he can smash it. And because everyone's so like everyone's every day, you see Haaland blamming four yeah, goals, and then like yeah. you look at Jesus and you're like, ah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that is that that is actually the reaction isn't it, that everyone gets. No one's going sick at Gabby Jesus. Like, whoa, you should be bagging that. Oh shit, no one's doing that. Everyone's just like. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like the thing where I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. Like mm. you, you just you're not like, even disappointed anymore, though. Right? Yeah, just no. like, it is what it is. It's <laughs> like, like the, that's Gabby. Like yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like a meme. But the thing is, right? How we got into this position where two, three years ago we were the best team in England, and you know, if, if it wasn't for uh, if we had a bit of luck about us, we we were one of the best sides in European football. We was getting over a hundred points. You know, we was smashing goals in left, right, and centre. How has it come to a point now where we're literally just like eight games into the season, and there are people out there who are saying the league's over? And and, and by the way, whether you think it's league over or not, there is justification for the league being over. Now, yeah, I don't think the league's over yet. But I'm very close to believing that it's nearly over. And I'm not one of these people who, if I spoke to a City fan and they were like, the league's over, I ain't going to be like, oh, you're just, you're an idiot. The league's over, we've only played eight games. Because I'm looking at the performances of the team and I can see before my eyes what's happening. The team ain't performing, you know what I mean? So I just say, if you're not a league is over person and you hear someone say league's over, just like, you know, you don't have to be a dick about it, innit? You know what I mean? There, there is a reason that these people think the league's over. It's because we're not scoring goals. I've seen that stat about Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin scored more goals this season than Manchester City football, a whole team. And then, you know what I mean? So just allow it. When people say they think the league is over, they're saying it with reason. And it's because we're not scoring goals. We're not winning games. You know what there's, I mean? There's kind of evidence to back it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, because they have things to back it with our performances and the. So how we got here then? What's happened? Like obviously we went from world beaters to now obviously in a trash position. I think oh, I think we're tired. I think I think we're really tired. And something that, that that gets branded about a lot. Oh, the players are tired. Yeah, well, and it, it is dead. It is dead. You know what I mean? Professional footballers. I mean, not not just the fat professional footballers, right? I know they've not had a preseason, but they did just have four. Was it four months off? Yeah, because of COVID. So. You know, c- come on, man. I, you know what I mean? What What's going on here? Yeah. Well, I, where, well, I don't get it. You know, they, they had, they've had four months off for the COVID, right? They come back at the end of last season and played a couple games. Um, so you could say that was a pre-season. And then we've come back and we've con- continued into this season. So well, where 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 is the tiredness? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. And I, and I get people, oh yeah, but they've, you know, COVID and that, they couldn't really do anything, they were just cooked up inside their houses. I get that, but everyone was, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, I'm just I'm just offering it as a point of view because everyone nowadays just seems to say, players are tired, this guy's tired, no pre-season, blah, 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 blah. But then actually when you look at it, you're like... Yeah, but then another thing to that is, Leicester are tired, mm. Tottenham are tired, but they're still top. Mm-hmm. So what? Why? Why is it? I, I don't buy the excuse. Yeah, it, yeah I buy it's... that certain players could be tired and overworked. I.e., Kyle Walker, Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, because they're getting overworked. But I don't. But I don't buy this whole thing about oh, the whole team is just knackered. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't buy that at all. I, I simply don't. I don't believe it. And I didn't. I never believed the whole. We didn't have a preseason. I'm sorry, right? But regardless of pre, you know, we had better players than West Ham. We had better players than Leeds. 
what I mean? We 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 didn't really dominate the game in terms of chance creation in these games. We we were, you know, Wolves. We won. We beat. We shouldn't have beat Wolves. That, that's the thing, right? People looking at it saying well, we're only eight points behind or whatever. We shouldn't have even. We shouldn't Wolves. Be. We should have lost against Wolves. The amount of chances they had. So actually, you could argue that we're in a better position than we should actually be in. I think all three of our games that we've won, Arsenal. Yeah. That wasn't convincing. Yeah, that wasn't convincing. Or Bayern missed two sitters in that, didn't so he? So we would beat. We were Wolves, which we should have lost. Yeah, Arsenal, which. Oh yeah, Aubameyang missed a couple of sitters, yeah. didn't he? Because Kyle Walker did a madness. Um, and then what was what was the other game that we won? We played. We're not played Burnley yet. This should be. This should, should be, be so easy. We won easy. three games all season. So three. We can't find the third. Should, should I do Google? Yeah, Google. I'm gonna, I, right, this is an experiment. It might not work. I dropped my phone today and smashed my phone, which is a bit depressing. Right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Who have Manchester City beaten in the Premier League this season? Oh, she didn't speak. It's no. just brought it up. Oh, that's a bit upsetting, isn't it? Right, yeah, I've got I've got the results here. Right, so let's have a look. Sky Sports is the one to call on. <clears throat> cookies, man. Fucking cookies. Right, let's have a look. Oh, Sheffield United, 1-0. Oh. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> we've, we're very, very lucky, I think. I... Is, you know, we did a video the other week saying, is the league table lying? And we the whole the whole premise of the video, we'll, we'll link it in a card if you've not seen it. We did a video saying, basically, should we be higher in the league? You know, are we being told an unfair story here? Actually, is it the other way around? <laughs> yeah. Should we be yeah, further the, down the Yeah, league? the league table is lying because we should be further down. Wolves should have beaten us, 100%. Yeah. yeah they, they missed bare chances. That Arsenal. Raul Jimenez in that game missed about three golden opportunities. And Arsenal probably should have beat us. And then we'd only beat Sheffield by one. Yeah, that's it. It's the, it's bad. It's like I, is, it, is it worse? I know we started this podcast off saying we're going to be positive, but actually, have we been conning ourselves all along? Is it actually worse than than we than we believe? Should we actually be in a relegation scrap right now? I don't, I don't know. I, it's not. At the end of the day, we've got the three points on them games in it, so it, it is what it is. It we is have to move on is. from it. So. We have to move on and get better. And I'll go back to what, um, I think it was Ian Cheeseman's podcast that he does. Uh, Adam Waring was on there. And he said at the time, he said, we was going for a bad patch, I can't remember what it was. And he said, at some point this season, obviously, and he said that City at this moment in time, he can't see in the near future it changing. Mm. He said, so that's why he's in a moment of things aren't good and they need fixing rapid because he yeah. can't see it changing. I completely agree. And then it's come back round and then at this point now, he's probably sat there thinking, I was right. Mm. Because certain amount of games on like, yeah. and we're still not changed. It's still the same. We can't create anything. We're not scoring our chances and we're scraping through wins. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're, <laughs> even like Liverpool and that, we missed a penalty in that. We both, we should have won that game. That's one game that you probably say we should have won that and it's mm. against Liverpool. I don't know where the fix is. I don't know where the fix is, but I do feel like City need to go in January and say, right, we actually need to buy a thing. And I hate the whole, I hate the whole thing about, oh, City can't, you know what I mean? We can't win anything, so let's just buy more players. I don't like that. But, you know what I mean? We need we need to fix where things are going wrong. Mm. Um, and apparently today, Pep's come out and said, the six players, apparently who are the untouchables, you know what I mean? They're the players that are set. You know I mean? We have six players who aren't sellable. Mm-hmm. So the, we can't do anything with these players. Other than that, everyone is for sale, and and <laughs> like and City are, are well are well in of accepting the fact that who's the six? Did he say? So no, I didn't say. Obviously, imagine so the, came, through the six. So let's let's try and figure out the untouchables. 
I'd say so, Edison. Edison is an untouchable. Yes, people will slated his performance against Tottenham, but he's a quality keeper, and I feel like... He sets the rhythm for a whole team. Yeah, he's, he's mint. Yeah. So Edison is an untouchable. Diaz Laporte, untouchables. Mm-hmm. Kyle Walker's an untouchable. I don't think Kyle Walker's an untouchable. Ooh, then again, he's, how old is he, 29? Yeah, 29, 30, yeah. I think he's, a, he's, he's probably the best right-back in the world right now, but realistically, I mean... I, if you give me 50 million I could go on FIFA and find a sixth right back <laughs> <laughs> oh. no I, I do think he's the best right back in the world at this moment in time by, by the last couple of weeks um, okay okay but, but yeah I just I just think you can okay so Kyle Walker is in an untouchable group um, so you've got three there Raheem Sterling would you put him as an untouchable no no you won't even put Raz in there no, no. I, I've, I've openly okay, said okay, okay oh, wait wait Ke- Kevin O'Brien he's Kevin O'Brien so that, that you got four there now yeah Yeah. Phil Foden untouchable yeah so that's five. And there's one one space left of an untouchable. Riyad Mahrez. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking. Um, Fran, Fran Torres? Does he class yeah. because he's new? Yeah, no. Nah. I don't think so. So who who's your sixth Probably he's just going to go arrow in there, isn't it? But he ain't an untouchable either because he's... He's, he's coming to the end, isn't it? Gabriel Jesus, they like him a lot. I think they he's do like Gabriel Jesus a lot. They I, do. I, they're offering a new contract apparently of 150, 150 grand. 150 grand, that's big cash. Big that. cash, so I, Gabby probably take that. And I think Gabby likes it. <sighs> Snap the hand off, 150 um, grand. But yeah, they're probably your six. So let us know in the comments, by the way, at this point in time, if you're watching this at this point, are they the six? Are they your six? Mm. Are they the six? Let us know your thoughts on who the six are. I don't mean that's a good one, bro. I like that. I feel like we. we I feel like our six that we've gone for. Are definitely untouchables, mm. but for them, for Pep to come out and say the six players who are safe, mm. the rest of years, obviously there's a pressure pressure on everyone. But I feel like then, I feel Pep went into that contract situation. Mm. I said big things need to change, and then apparently, City have have said we'll, we you you can do what you want now. Mm. We'll let you do what you want with the team, and it's going to go to Pep's way. So I mean, was it not Pep's way already? I know, but like, but then you know what I mean. Then it goes back to a situation where he's frustrated in 2019 about not getting a centre back in. The club won't let him pay the money for Maguire. I'm happy that didn't happen, but the club won't let pay any money for Maguire. And obviously now there's the whole Aguero striker situation where we're going to have to get a new striker in. Sky Sports now reporting that we're not interested in Messi, but I think I, I still think we are interested in Messi. Mm. I think Pep's going to lead this rebrand, and I think it's going to be big. I think we're going to see players like Gundogan be chopped. And I like mm. I can't put Rodri in an untouchable situation because Not his sense. style doesn't suit the no. Prem at the moment. Mm. I'd like I like him a lot, so I hope he can adapt. But mm. at the moment, you know what I mean, we do suit someone like a Fernandinho yeah. player. It's interesting, right? Because on um I was on the radio the other day, that flex. Oh, B- yeah. BBC radio, isn't it? See, Brett, this guy right here, this guy's on the radio all the time, isn't it? It's got to that point where he doesn't even tell me anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I was on the I was on the radio the other week, right? Um and they were talking about sort of like the team and you know what's going on and stuff. And I said basically, when Pep first came in, he went for the tiki taki like possession based type players, right? We went for the Gundawans, right? Keep the ball, right? That that was basically the the style. And everyone was like, it "Ain't gonna work, ain't gonna work." And ultimately, it proved that it did work. Yeah, it did work. We kept the ball, played with a bit of pace. Then, Klopp built this team with Liverpool. Different, completely different to Man City, right? And this is why I hate it when pe- pundits, people say, oh, they're, they're similar managers, aren't they? No, no, they're, no, not. they're not. They're completely they're different. Not. And if you speak to Liverpool and City fans, they'll probably be the only people who will say, no, they're not. They're completely different. The way Liverpool play football to City 
is completely different. City is very much about control the ball, move the ball around the pitch. Sometimes it can be very slow and a bit dull, right? And, and that's, that's the truth, that's the truth. Yeah. Liverpool are different. They play very direct football. Sometimes they'll even play long balls, right? We we very very play long balls. Well, right? there's direct and aggressive. Direct and aggressive. Now that isn't not a, that's not a dig at Liverpool to say, oh, you play Tony Pulis style football, long ball. No, it's 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 very get the their their goal is they know that they have world class attacking players, Salah, Mane, and Firmino to put the ball in the back of the net. So they're they're basically saying. Get the ball as quick as possible from the back to them players because they're the players that are going to win us the game. Henderson ain't going to win you the game. Yeah, Bynado's not going to win you the game. Firmino, Salah, Mane. Get the ball forward rapid. And that's what they do. And sometimes it'll involve a long ball. Right, So to- to- totally different. Their team has been built around two things. Speed and power. Right, you look at the look at the the powerful players that they have. And Mane, powerful. Look at Mane compared to Sterling. What's the main difference? Mane's powerful. Yeah, he is. Mane's very, very powerful. Sterling's kind of like like a bit more finesse. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. A bit more finesse. Mane, you know, there's just a bit. I know he goes down very, very easy, and that's something I don't like about it because I actually really like. Salah. I, I, I really like Mane, but he's very, very powerful. Right, Salah. Bit more powerful, he's not as powerful as Manny, but a bit more powerful than say sort of like a Mares. Now Mares very very technical player, isn't he? Very very technical, which is why, you know, I think he struggles, you know, when he plays against a team who have two players on him. Yeah, they're very driving players, and they use yeah. that power with the very much powerful. And obviously, you got Firmino. He's still powerful, but he's there just to basically put the ball in the back of the net. Then you got Wijnaldum in there. Henderson, you know, these guys are fast players, powerful look players. At the, look, all these players that you name look at the speed with that. Speed, yeah, exactly. They counter-attack with such intensity pace. And basically, I think now that Pep is, is seeing what Liverpool are doing um, and, 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 and now starting to believe that we need to adapt slightly. You know, look at this Rodri signing. Rodri would never ever get anywhere near that Liverpool team because he just does not fit the bill at all he's too slow way too slow not fast enough he's, he's a pet player he's the agile ooh, keep the ball very good on the ball nice on the ball but he's way too slow and I, I think that we I think and, and I almost hope in a way that we slightly adapt our style to become a hybrid of the two get players who are powerful you know because look, why Wijnaldum, for example, would never get in our team. Not good enough on the ball. No way near good enough on the ball. No. Right? So it's a you need a blend of the two. Yeah. And the problem is that, you know, it's hard to find. And if you do find them, they probably cost a lot of money. So I think that we need to start adapting our signings away from these Rodri-type players who are very good on the ball, but are just way too slow, in my opinion, for this league. And trying to find a hybrid of players who are good on the ball. I like that. I like but that. But a fast, direct, get the ball forward. I like this Pep slash Klopp hybrid team mm. that like, Pep could go with. Like, like I say, a power, but also technical finesse is like mixed into two in a team. That could be, that could be a big team. That could be a world mm. beater team. And for me to start with that, Erling Haaland is one of the power players. Power players. A big, powerful player. Technical ability, he's still got it, but he's big and powerful. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The guy knows how to put it back in the net. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where you start with City. Get him in because he's, he's really good. People were saying that Zachariah, he's apparently a powerful player. A lot of speed and you know what I mean? But bit, bit that set defensive mid where we can take over that Rodri. Obviously him, he could work. But I feel like 
We've been linked with Jack Grealish today, and he's speed, a lot of speed in there. Do you know what I mean? A lot of driving force along with Kev. Mm. I feel like this is, this is way potentially, like you're saying, this could be the way this pep team is going. And, I, and then I feel like that leaves people like Maris and stuff behind because yeah. they don't fit the bill anymore. They don't, they don't, fit, they don't that fit into that power, speed kind of play. Whereas players like Sterling and Torres, they'll both fit that still because they, they'll, they, they'll bring you that they'll speed. Still have that, yeah. And I feel like if we do this, we'll start to resemble that 18-19 season where we slammed hard. Mm. Is it the 18-19 season? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah, where, we, where we've seen all the fast passing movement, which we don't see anymore. Mm. It's all slow football. And I think you'll be right. And what scares me is if Liverpool get Haaland... He's another one of them players that ticks their list. Mm-hmm. And if they get him, un- unstoppable. If they get him, unstoppable. I don't get it. Like, we need Haaland, innit? Not just as much for ourselves, so that no one else gets him. Yeah. Because uh, we need goals. He brings goals. He's the first start of the power play movement. Mm-hmm. So let's start getting these powerful players. Like you say, Rodri doesn't fit. We need to go into the market, get a new centre mid. Like, Diaz, powerful player. Mm-hmm. You got Laporte, powerful player. You got Cal Walker, speed, power. Mm. I mean, he's all about that. Yeah. Um, and then on the opposite side, if you have, if you was to keep Cancelo as your main left back, he's like the opposite. And he is more like he has speed, but he's a bit more finesse. Mm. So like you are creating a blend of the mm. team in it. So like I like the look of that in my head. It works. Mm. I do think that the club. Pep and the board and everyone does, probably is realising that maybe they've gone a little bit too overkill on the old possession based players because um, look at our look at our play right regardless of whether we're playing good or not a lot of the time it can be very very slow and boring counter attacks for one are depressing to watch it's so slow it's depressing to watch our counter attacks you know what I mean the, the other team got a corner Ederson comes out gets it catches it or whatever we, we let the other team get back in position because we're so slow, you know what I mean? We'll get the ball up to Sterling, one of our fastest players in our team. He'll cut back inside. Mara, cut back inside. Anyone, cut back inside. It's always really, really slow. I always feel like it's negative movements on the counter-attack. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of back passes during mm. the counter-attack where as soon as you get the ball and their team has, has pressed you, you need to be thinking forward, forward, forward. Yeah. You need to get yourself to their box fast as you can because you've wiped a force of players out against Liverpool they were playing with 4-2-4 pretty much mm. so they had four attackers going at you but we didn't see no counter-attacks and when we did see, well barely but when we did see counter-attacks that's when we pretty much got our chances against Liverpool mm. so we've got a bit more speed about us and the same against Tottenham there's a lot of times with Tottenham where they they'd start pushing a lot of players forward mm. and it's like counter them now isn't it? when we get the ball and mm. you're thinking you can wipe all these players out of that game and mm. then think of the players that you've got up there, like you, you, you speedy players like, like Sterling and that, who can mm. score your goals. And Jesus is fast. He's he, he mint on a counter. Mm. It's just all about releasing the ball. I feel like our players love holding the ball and they love holding it a bit too much. Mm. So it slows everything down. G- Jesus holds the ball a lot. Sterling holds the ball. I mean, release, mm. fast flowing. That's what I want to see in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. We'll have to see what happens. Obviously, Pep's still got two more years. But it just, it concerns me that I, I have a feeling and I hope I'm wrong, that they're basically going to write this year off. With the, with the whole sort of, you know, need to change, ain't got time to change, only six players are untouchable. Well, that sounds like to me that you, you're planning on doing some sort of massive rebuild, massive rebuild a massive yeah. change, a massive change in tactics maybe. But, you know, why are we doing it now? It should have been done in summer, really. It should have been done in the summer. You know what I mean? If Pep would have signed a two-year deal in the summer and said, right, this is what needs to happen, uh, 
it might, might be my fault as well but you know as, as a collective maybe we've we've gone down this tactics of, of possession a little bit too much I'm looking at what Liverpool are doing I'm looking at the league and I'm thinking I need more power I need more speed so I know you might have already bought that player two years ago one year ago but they don't fit you need to get rid of them we need to buy this player that player this player we need to change you know what I mean and it I'm just hoping that it's not going to be a season where Pep's just basically saying, right, this, in this, this is what I'm doing in the summer. I'm buying Haaland, I'm buying that guy, I'm buying that guy, I'm buying that guy. You're out, you're out, you're out, you're out. And then just sort of, just this season just becomes a sort of yeah, just, just drifting. Just, because yeah. I can't be arsed being eight games into the league, you know, having having to watch football matches where you're playing crap, but there's still a hope that you might do well, which is the situation that we're in now. The league... Like I say, in my opinion, it isn't over, but we're close to being over. So there's still hope. And there's still hope, that means there's still pain. Like, when we watched <laughs> Tottenham, when we watched the Tottenham game, it was painful. It was painful. That second half was absolutely gutting. You know what I mean? It was it was depressing to watch. It was horrible to watch. And why is it horrible to watch? It's because it's a massive game and, and there's still stuff on it. You know what I mean? If we keep playing like this, another month or so, we'll be completely out of the, t- the, the title race and then the games will just go by and the pain will, will erode because there's nothing really on it, you know what I mean? The, the issue is, if we, we start this like rebuild now in the middle of the season, people are getting chopped off everywhere, no one's safe. You know how that's going to affect your players? And like you say, if we just start drifting and becoming this kind of lifeless team for the rest of the season where it's just like, it's basically just like a vacant beast just mm-hmm. waiting for next year for everything to happen in summer and for all the players to come in to link everything up I feel like you're putting your top four charge at risk mm. massively because we can't afford to be dropping points we can't afford to not take this season seriously we can't write off this season because if we're clear in that top four spot and we're like yeah look we look good here we need to write off this season on the basis that we're not going to win the title we look, we look terrible it ain't like that we need to because at the moment we sit in what 11th we're not even in the top 10. Yeah. There's a real risk of us not even just challenging for the title, not challenging for top four. We need to get in top four. We need Champions League football. If we don't get Champions League football this year, there's a massive step back. Mm. Imagine we don't get Champions League football. I mean, I'd love the, the fact that there's a break. You know what I mean? And they, then all the players won't complain, innit? Mm. Then you'll have your time off. But we need Champions League football to be able to attract these big names. If you're going to come here, we're not playing Champions League football. He's going to be like, I want to win the Champions League. Mm. Obviously, I know he's got better time in it and he's kind of like a City fan. Yeah. but I just feel like I'm worried that's that, my, worried. My, my, my current status you know what I mean you know what I mean current status worried that's that's me yeah and, and and it's right to be man because we've seen very little this season in my opinion which gives us hope and optimism so yeah it's just a bit gutting man because you know it's just this isn't a negative I, podcast <laughs> I don't know where it's gone wrong well I do know where it's wrong we've spoke about it for 20 minutes I think we bought the wrong players I think ultimately, why are we in this position now? Because we bought the wrong players. We bought players who might have been good in our team four years ago when Pep first came in and we was doing all this. We was bossing it. We're keeping the ball. Teams were pressing us because that's the thing. When we first, when Pep came in, teams were trying to close us. Teams were trying to press us because they wanted to win the ball back because they never saw the ball the whole game. But now, whereas now teams are like. You know what? You can just have the ball for the full ninety minutes. We don't believe you're going to break us down. We goes don't think back, you're going to go, score. Go, goes back to what Mourinho said after the game mm. when uh, the reporters said to him, "said What do you think about City having eighty possession, eighty uh, percent possession throughout the game?" And Mourinho went, "They can take the ball home with one. I'll take the three points." Yeah. Goes back to that because that's perfect. That's the perfect example of it. It doesn't matter how much possession you have in a game. End of the day, who gets three points is what matters. Mm. Mourinho went away with a two 0 win, 
I mean, you're going to look back at it and think, and you, you, no one's going to care that we had 80% possession. No one cares, yeah. And I, I just think that's, that's ultimately it. We bought the wrong players. Um, and that's that's it. And uh, yeah, I think there's a massive, massive job on to get some get rid of some of them players. And some of them are not going to be easy to shift. They're on big cash, might not be in good form. Um, you know, you, you decide in the comment section below who you get rid of. But yeah, I just hope, guys, that this season just doesn't turn into like one of them where we just have to drift through it, especially this being so soon into the year. You know what I mean? You never want to go into... We're not, even, we're not even in December yet. You know what I mean? I mean we could be, we're talking about... Are we even in the... Forget the title race. Are we in a top four scrap now? You know how, is it, how is this a conversation? This shouldn't be a conversation <laughs> for a team that spent all this money and I've got Pep Guardiola as their manager and talking about getting Lionel Messi, Erling Haaland. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. So, yeah, the team needs to fix up quick and starting with the uh, with the Premier League games coming up very, very shortly. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, um, hopefully they'll turn it around because it's, uh, it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, but to round off, to round off a, uh, a podcast which has kind of been... We've not worried it's been negative... It kind of has been a bit negative. It's hard not to be that. Just, just because of the times that we're in, and I think a lot of fans will be agreeing what we're saying. Uh, we hit a million views just to. We said it on our other video, mm. but uh, the other day when during our live stream, we hit a million views. Yeah, yeah, Bray, thanks for passing me this. So uh, yeah, we got the we got the million views. An extra club member, Nathan Hamer. Uh, if you want to join the extra club, by the way, it's in the video description. Um, loads of extra perks and stuff um, and you can phone in the live shows that we do the live phone-in shows after games but um, Nathan Hamer extra member he does that he's been on the phone-in show before got us this um, congrats on 1 million views I don't know if you can see that but um, yeah it's some sort of alcoholic beverage vodka blue, I believe blue vodka, yeah. blue vodka. Um, so that was nice to get that gift from uh, from an extra member we appreciate all your support guys um, and gifts <laughs> if you want to send us gifts um, but yeah it's uh, it's been mad it's been a mad four months um, we do really appreciate your guys' support. Um, yeah, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, please hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to get to 15,000 uh, by Christmas. Is that doable? That should be doable, shouldn't it? Um, but yeah, thanks a lot for watching, guys. Hope you've enjoyed it. I know it's been a bit negative, but hopefully the Blue Boys will turn it around very shortly um, and we'll catch you in the next one. Well, well, well.